Warning, the following may contain Baravar Cloak Shadow. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit-Faced, our heroes have finally found civilization, a village that seems almost empty, except for a pair of young children standing alone in the street. One of the children, a girl, points at a nearby building, telling our heroes that there is a monster in her house. So just before we begin, um, I think maybe we, we could reintroduce ourselves. Master Summer, I believe you have... Uh, you're the one who has approached these infants. So would you like to let us know what we can see? Okay, so uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a relatively small and lean woman uh, of uh, indistinct age, so it's impossible to tell my, by my facial features whether I'm on the young side of 20 or on uh, going towards 40. And I, I'm wearing wow. impossibly huge oversized robes that are very travel-worn, but uh, of good quality. Okay. Oversized, like you're swaddled in them, kind of locked yeah, inside them? Like, it, imagine like a kimono just exploded around me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, a short distance behind Master Sunna, we have uh, the rest of the party. Uh, would you guys like to take it in turn to reintroduce yourselves and, and remind us what you look like? Lord, I don't Tal- think we want to. <laughs> Lord Talfred, Lord Talfred, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so, Talfred Black Oak is an older man. Uh, looks to be in his sixties. He has a, a very prominent hunched back that looms over his head, and he has very striking features. Sort of a, a very large, prominent nose. He wears a monocle, bushy side whiskers that uh, extend over his bare chin. Um, and he's wearing outdated, but uh, probably once quite fashionable clothing in mostly brown hues. And um, yeah, and, and that's and he stands maybe at about mid five feet or so tall. And he looks to be really stocky and, and heavily built, even um, despite his hunched posture. Okay. And what about uh, Kellen? Kellen McRag is a towering man. Clearly used to a life in the wild. Uh, doesn't appear to have bathed in uh, many days. He's uh, has a, a sour look about him and a surly demeanor and a big giant axe. Which uh, leaves uh, that other guy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Jean Marlamé is uh, physically an imposing uh, average man and height and uh, weight except for the evidence of a good life he does have something of a pot belly but his features while not handsome are handsomely arrayed he has what we would call a face made for the stage i believe um that is to say that, that cake a pancake makeup and some distance makes him look better um he, he's wearing uh his brocade vest and 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 uh, uh boots and uh carrying a uh, crossbow Excellent. Okay, and um, so the ten-year-old girl, she she looks at you again, 
Uh, Master Sunna, in particular, she's looking at you. Uh, the the smaller boy is, is hiding behind her. He, you can see his face is, is tear streaked, and he's continuing to, to sob as he hides behind his sister. And she she points at uh, the house while looking stubbornly at you again, and she repeats herself. There's a monster in our house. What kind of monster? We do not know. A dangerous one. But then how do you know it's a monster? We can hear it. We can hear it howling at us. Hmm. And our parents, our parents have told us all about it as well. Oh, awesome. So where are your parents? They are with the monster now. That's maybe not a good idea. No, I would agree. Do something about it. She, uh, you, you get the impression she, you know, she's, she's, she's certainly trying to, to, to be quite tough, but you can, you can uh, detect a, a tremble in her, her bottom lip as she speaks. As I remember, Jean Marlemet is standing some distance away because he doesn't like children. And at this point, he calls out, is, is she a, a rabid child at all? Are we, are we safe? Can I approach? I think so, yes. Lord, but yeah, Lord Kaufman claps Jean on the, on the back. He says, come, let, let's, let's step a little closer. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, you can see the, uh, the young boy um, becomes even more frightened uh, as more of you approach. And, and he, um, you know, he starts sobbing loudly and, and his sister um, you know, turns, turns half around to him and says, do, do not worry, Thornbot. It is okay. I will protect you. It's going to cry the entire time? Is this, this, this what we can expect here? He is very upset. I, I Would you like it if a monster was in your basement? Well, I mean, we've all had bad days. Sometimes there's a, a mouse in the larder, and sometimes there's a monster in the basement, but we don't cry about it. I, I think that... Um, John, John. I think you've said um, it, all, my friend. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I turned to the house. I, I got a 20 on my perception roll. Can I see anything untoward, like broken window or a monster waving at us from the wind, from the doorway? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, certainly no monster. You, it's a so tall three-story building. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's in fine. I mean, it's in fine. I mean, none of the buildings in this settlement are in great condition at all. I and mean, this house would match them. It's not derelict, um, but uh, you know, it, it could do with a, a bit of love uh, on the exterior. Um, you can't really make out anything in in the windows um, just from where you are. Any any lights on inside the, in, no. in the house? No, the windows are all dark. Can we inquire after your, your, your parents' uh, general state of wealth? Uh, are, are they well off? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Uh, yeah, we all know which friend. He's gone. <laughs> um, so, his campaign. <laughs> um, the, um, the girl looks at uh, Master Sonna again. She says, who is this man? I do not like him. <laughs> Um, I totally understand <laughs> that's because you haven't seen my, my one man performance yet my one act show kills Jean, Jean you, you can tell by her clothing that she is uh, I mean she's not you know, she's not royalty but she you know her, her family would be um, uh, fairly well to do it's um, not particularly uh, it's quite plain but, but um, uh, sorry drab colours but finely embroidered uh, outfits that they're both wearing, so uh, there's a bit of money there. As Jean uh, observes their dress, he, he makes a small correction. Uh, we are always willing to help potential patrons of the arts. I, I think that we should help these children with the monster that they have discovered. 
I, I, again, she looks at. Uh, I mean, she, she's completely ignoring Jean now, but she's 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 making eye contact uh, with all of you now, and she says, "I do I do not understand. I have told you there is a monster. Why why are we speaking about money and arts? Why will That's you not help very us?" Very good. It's a very good question. I draw my crossbow and I load it, <laughs> and I, I say, "Shall we enter?" Well, first, like kids, do you have any responsible? adults who can take care of you while we go sort out this monster business our parents i told you our parents are inside yeah but is there no one else here you could go to because so, we can't take you along if there's really a monster inside that house this is this is not a place where we go to other people it's like they not even will probably be all right in the street so um as, as you sort of you know talk about a, a, a tavern uh, the um you sort of look around and, and you're aware of the, the situation that you're in. The, the mists um, that have been moving around you uh, do not go much further than where these children are standing in the street, um, about maybe uh, 10 feet away from them, very much the same way that the mists have been moving behind you the whole time as you've been progressing through the land. Um, and if you turn to look behind you now, you'll see that the mists have actually uh, moved with yourselves as you've walked up the street. So, so they they no no longer can you see the uh, crossroads that you had um, you know, turned up to to come and to talk to these children. So it's either a trap or a test. Hmm. I'll ask the children if they've seen these mists before. Okay. Um, yes, the mists. Uh, of course, have you not seen them too? It is why we should not be leaving the house at all. But but what choice do we have with the monster inside it? Well, Talfrin starts walking towards the front door. I'll follow. Okay. Look out. Please, please look after mother and father and, and Walter. And Walter? Yes, the, the baby. The monster. <laughs> oh, there's a baby. Oh, no. Oh, God, John's going to run for it. Oh. <laughs> I'm really not liking this curse of Strahd. <laughs> There's too much children in jeopardy right now. <laughs> so, so we should stay with the kids. Is that what you're thinking, Master Shina? <laughs> my maternal instincts telling me not to leave these kids alone in this like scary place with the creepy mists that could eat them. And <laughs> all right, I, you you stay with the children, and I'll go with Lord Talfrin and uh, Mick Raggy, and we'll investigate these monsters. <laughs> I do believe, my dear Jean, that you will need protection. Me? You, yes. Uh, and the only thing that is keeping me from going with Mastolfrin is I can't decide whether the children or you need my protection. Uh, <laughs> well, if if you would prefer, we can bring the children with us. Um, they may be handy with a knife, butter knife. Mm-hmm. Are we really going to take the children along with us into the house with a basement with the parents <laughs> and the younger baby could be there's a baby in there, they'll be fine. Cuddly. I believe the children are our future. <laughs> <laughs> the only reasonable course here is to take the children with us, keep them in the back, and we will make sure that no harm befalls them. And if things start to go really sour, they can they can run out as they just apparently recently did. They'll be fine. Is everyone else in approval of this 
idea? No. I think the children will only get in our way. We're not taking a crying five-year-old into a monster haunted house. <laughs> okay. They are much better off sitting in the streets waiting for us. Um, so the 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 young as you as you guys are talking amongst yourselves, the the boy um, you know, tugs on his sister's um, dress again. She says, "Rose, Rose, what are they doing?" Um, and she you know she turns to look at you and, and raises an eyebrow as if you know that's the question she'd like to ask as well. <laughs> we're just setting their future. Yeah, we're, we're deliberating. Uh, we want to make sure we have the right uh, course of action before we just run in there with uh, swords brandished. That sounds like a very good idea. I think that that is the that is the right way to deal with monsters. I think. Uh, okay. Well, there you have it. Um, does she look like alive? Does she look like a normal human girl? Yes. Yeah, like she's breathing. She has like flush skin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, both often I can right. say I mean, that she's she as creepy as every other child I've ever met. She just has that natural creepiness of children. So I think she's <laughs> probably normal. Cause like, okay, because so it's not like she and her little brother are two little vampires sending us into our doom. That's we don't even know what vampires are. So yeah, I believe no, they're no, a type no of paranoia. <laughs> Persian cats, perhaps. Very luxurious. Um, all My right. agent has a vampire. <laughs> so do we take them along or don't we? I would vote that we don't. I've never been a fan of taking children towards monsters. <laughs> I, will, I will defer to the group. How about we sit the children on the... Is there like a doorstep or something before we go inside? It's like a, a door is open. Yeah, there's like a, a sort of a gated sort of portico, like a porched area, basically. So there's a there's a sort of an old gate that that opens to the, the porch. So they stay there. Uh, Master Sonna will strictly admonish them. You will stay here, here, right here, where I am pointing. You will not move. You will not go into the mists. You will not go on toilet. You will not go looking for snacks. You will not, under any circumstances, go into his house. Stay here. Tim, do you have kids? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Good. Um, and if you hear any screaming, come help. Come help. Just grab a stick or something. No. No, just stay here. Stay. Stay here. exactly there, on the step, until we come back out. I'll stay with you. Just I'll and if stay. Don't, then just ask the next people to come. <laughs> is is it dark inside? Do we need lamps at this point? Should we start lighting things? Okay, there's certainly. Uh, if if you're peeking inside, then is that? Uh, yeah, look through a window. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the um, the there's no no light inside from the window, and the the door. That, that's in the porch. Um, you know, it, it's it's sort of slightly open already anyway, and you can see the room is dark or, or inside. Okay. So, what sort of like tactic do we want to like uh, adopt here? Should we, uh, you know, form ranks, go in one at a time? Um, maybe just send uh, uh, McRag in. You know, see what happens to him. <laughs> I fear nothing. <laughs> see, he likes Good it. Man. Scary children. Exactly. All right. So, McRag and and, uh, your your fearsome axe, will you lead? 
Follow me. Let's go. Okay. Um, so we're going inside, guys, just beyond the, the porch where you're leaving um, the, the kids. This uh, this room is uh, uh, it's about three times the size of the porch. You know, it's still quite small, but it's it gives the impression of still some kind of, of foyer uh, situation. Um, on the wall, um, just to your right, as you come in, there's a, a, a coat of arms, oh, sorry, a shield hung on the wall. Uh, with a coat of arms, some kind of it's like a stylized golden windmill uh, sitting on a, on a on a red field, and there's lots of uh, portraits, framed portraits of um, sort of stony faced uh, aristocrats. Um, and at the uh, other end of the room, uh, there's uh, double uh, double doors, like mahogany doors, set with uh, sort of dusty panes of stained glass, uh, and they're sort of in, in front of you there. So we've left the kids in the wee porch. And you're in the sweet foyer now with some double doors ahead of you. I cast the cantrip light um, in a touch. Mm. Well, Craig, do you have, Kellen, do you have something you'd like me to illuminate since you're in the front? My axe. All right. Um, it sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. And, um, yeah. I'll I'll restrain from making it like disco colored and just make it a nice white. <laughs> okay. Uh, can we check uh, see if there's maybe any uh, trap doors or secret passages? You're certainly welcome to take a perception check. I certainly there- didn't find any. <laughs> Benedict, is there a difference between like a passive perception check and an active perception? Yeah, the pa- passive perception's more for me. Uh, I've got a record of your passive perception here, and it's basically stuff that I, if, if you just happen to notice because you're. You know, okay. um, do you have a on there that I have a plus five to my passive perception I, and I investigation? I do not. No, no. In uh, so there we go. That is good I, to know. I, I just rolled a twenty for the perception check, and I get to add two, so twenty-two. Like well, that should be something. That I mean, your 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 senses are, are obviously heightened. I don't know whether it's the the, the fear element that's going on here for Jean, but Presence you uh, <laughs> certainly um, you cannot uh, pick out anything in particular um, about the room that's uh, odd or unusual in any way. You do notice uh, uh, with a lot of the faces on the wall um, surrounding the coat of arms, uh, you do notice a bit of family resemblance between the children. And many of the faces that uh, are on the wall. Makes sense. Well, after some uh, thorough investigation, I don't think that this room is going to reveal much to us. I think we should probably proceed uh, up uh, upstairs, or oh, downstairs, where the monster is. Right? We want to go downstairs. Downstairs. I think we should definitely decide on like the yeah the the order of uh, advance. Um, I, uh, the basement is, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's never too early to start cowering. Um, <laughs> McRag can lead, probably, right? Um, who would I like go next? I could go next. Mm, sounds good. And, and then third? <laughs> well, since you mentioned cowering, I assume you want to go in the back? Uh, I have to protect our rear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, top row of third. Okay. Um, so are we just heading forward then? 
believe so. Okay. We're, the uh, the room it opens up into a, a, a much wider hall, um, and in this hall here, guys, first at the uh, at the, the right hand side as you come in, uh, there is a, a black marble fireplace. Okay, and mounted above the fireplace is a, a long sword up there. Um, the walls of the room are covered in uh, decorative uh, wooden panels with uh, ornately sculpted vines, flowers, uh, nymphs, satyrs. You, can t- you know, these are, are works of art, obviously, which uh, goes on to suggest this family, you know, is, is quite a well-to-do family. There is, on the uh, right-hand side of the room, there is a red marble spiral staircase uh, that heads upwards only. Uh, into the house. Uh, there are a number of doors uh, off this room. There's uh, on, on the, the wall that you've entered from, there's only one do- door leading off. But there, are, there are four doors uh, on the other wall um, uh, ahead of you. That's a lot of doors. Um, what do we think? We, should we try and listen and see if we can hear parents screaming the word monster or something? This is supposed to be 16. Okay. Nine. Seventeen. Do I have to do I have to add perception to that? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then it's twenty. Woo. Um okay. You you can't hear anything actually. Um I think uh, did you say twenty? So uh Master Sonny, you can probably hear the boy uh, uh Thornbolt. I think you heard his name was uh, sniveling uh, from a few door a few rooms away. Um but other than that, that's all you can hear. Nothing. Nope. Mm. Turns to the others and kind of scowls, and he says, "This is a very quiet house for a one that's been invaded by a monster." Yes. So either the parents are dead and it's now stalking us, or the kids may have. You know, it, it maybe they're just a sign of respect, though. I mean, all this artwork on these are obviously uh, very cultivated people. Perhaps they're just staid and 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 their demeanor. You know, not everyone has to shout and run around and snivel like children. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> Oh, but we can um, shout and I mean, like, hello, children's parents. Are you here? <laughs> Monster! So, well, we can. Do, do we want to? <laughs> we want to relinquish any opportunity for surprise. I mean, there is something to be said for going quietly, like sneaking through the house. Yeah, I would. I would agree with John in, in this. Normally, I believe in announcing oneself, but the presence of a supposed monster. So, should we, like, start from the left and work our way around with the doors, or just pick one at random, or should we go upstairs? What do you guys think? Well, there's one to our, um, what was it? <laughs> so, um, so you could, if you guys are still standing uh, in the doorway, there's, um, on the southern wall, basically, uh, that you guys have entered in from, there's only one other door, but there, yeah. are, there are four doors on the northern wall of the room. Should we try the, the, the single door first? Sure. It's also quite close to the a two-hour escape route. Yeah, so. Okay. Good. In case. <laughs> Should we knock? Okay. You're... I think I think when we're monsters are concerned, I'm not really concerned about being polite. I say we just creak the door open as quietly as possible and peek in. Agreed. Okay. Well, I think I'm quite stealthy. Um, oh, there you go. I've got plus five stealth. So. That, that is quite stealthy. <laughs> yes. So, uh, roll 20? Yep. Well, hopefully. 
Natural 20 plus 5 is 25. Right, and what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm so stealthy, you can't uh, even see me. It's like, okay. I explores the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> are you, uh, were you you're hoping to right, op I, open I, the door on a mount, was that it? And, and... Yeah, but um, just like uh, creak it open mm -hmm. so I can have a peek in, inside. Um, yeah. So um, you, you you creak the door open, and uh, much like the main hallway that you're in now, this is a you know it's a dark room. There's no, there's no lights on inside. Uh, a little bit of the grey light from outside comes in through the windows here. Um, this room is um, uh, another oak panelled room, um, much like your the hall that you're in now. And this looks seems to be some kind of hunter's den. Um, there's, there's a fireplace uh, on the uh, eastern wall, and it's there's a stag's head mounted over it. Uh, there's three stuffed wolves sort of uh, position heads are or no actually the full wolves are stuffed and positioned uh, in different locations throughout the room there's um, some padded chairs draped in furs uh, beside the fireplace there's an oak table there cask wine sitting on the table a pipe some goblets uh some nice uh, candles unlit um and, and there's a, a chandelier hanging uh, over the, um, the the dining table there's a small dining oh. table there too before we uh, go in there, can I go inspect that uh, sword that was over the fireplace? Yeah, certainly. While while Master Sona is, is sort of creaking the door open, um, absolutely. Um, well, when you mean inspect, what do you mean? Uh, I'll take it off the wall. Yeah, steel. He means steel. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just uh, does there seem to be anything special about it? So it's. Um, you know, it's it's basically sitting on a, a mount, so it's it's pretty easy for you to to you know lift off it. Basically, uh, it's a long sword, um, and you know when you when you take it off, you don't see anything particularly um, you know, exciting about it. There's a, a windmill uh, worked into the hilt uh, of the sword that matches the uh, um, you know the the, the, the crest that absolutely that you saw in, in the small foyer. But other than that, it, it appears to be a a, a normal long sword. You know, if we want to start stealing things, I would like to like call dibs on the painting of the nymph. You know, the the sort of more I don't want to say lurid one, but the one that yeah, like the, yeah. the nymphs are carvings on the panels of the the hallway. All the better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Master Sonna, you also notice um, in the room there are some cabinets uh, against the wall. There's two cabinets. Um, uh, one against the uh, eastern wall and one against the northern wall of this sort of hunter's den that you're in. So can I have like a, a perception check from where I'm standing? Okay, what are you looking for? Just like, um, has does it look, I mean, it looks creepy as hell. <laughs> uh, I would go in here, but uh, is it like, uh, are the bookshelves moved perhaps? Is it like a hidden doorway? Okay. Below you, to yeah. the basement. Okay. Do you, are, have you done your perception? Um, where is perception? Plus three, so that's twelve. Twelve. Um, no, from what you can see, um, there's nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Uh, or you certainly can't notice anything <laughs> uh, hidden in this room. Hmm. Okay, so I'll turn back to the to the others and say, I'm not going in there. Yeah. Well, that's that's definitive. Uh, was there anything like particularly that's jumped out at you, or oh, just, you know, scary dead animals everywhere? Scary dead animals everywhere. Well, that definitely is a, a turn off. I think. Hmm. I like leather boots, like all girls, but I'm not going in there. 
I'll go ahead and head in. <laughs> uh, make way, make leather way. boots. <laughs> Glowing axe. Okay, um, you 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 are now in the room, uh, and you can see everything that that Master Sonna saw. Um, yeah, uh, there's the three stuffed wolves around the room, the stag's head, uh, the, the chairs beside the hearth, draped in furs, the two cabinets. I'll open the cabinets. Sure. Um, so there's the the northern one, or there's the the one on the western wall. No, western wall. Western wall. The western wall is it's locked. It's a solid wooden cabinet. Hmm. Can anyone pick locks? I have a crowbar. I can pop it open. Right. I'll use a crowbar. Okay. Do you want to take a, a strength check? 19. 19, yeah. The, uh, you bust the cabinet. Um, so there's a bit of a crack as, a, as a, you know, the lock obviously stays locked, but the, the wood splits around it, basically. Um, and inside it, uh, you can see uh, uh, three crossbows. Um, so there's a heavy crossbow, a light crossbow, and a hand crossbow. And there are um, 20 crossbow bolts in there as well. Anyone want a crossbow? <laughs> well, I, I feel like I have a crossbow, but this seems maybe perhaps the universe's uh, way of telling us that we should all have a crossbow, you know? Perhaps <laughs> there are things in here that would respond negatively to a crossbow boot, a bolt, so I, 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 I say everyone grab one. I have mine. I'll take the heavy crossbow. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anyone want the light crossbow or the hand crossbow? No. It's my my moral conscience says no. I cannot steal from these people that I'm trying to save. Are there like is there any benefit for me taking one of these crossbows, Benedict? Is one of them better than what I have? Um if your crossbow breaks. What 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 type of crossbow do you have at the moment? Uh, a hand crossbow. No, I suspect you can maybe only use a hand crossbow. Um Bear with me one second. I will have a look at the weapon types. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you can only use. Yeah, that's the that's the only that's the only one that you can use at the moment because the other types of crossbows are fancier. They they require a bit more skill than uh, and training than, than Jean has. Okay, so McGrag, are you taking the twenty bolts as well? I'll take half of them. Okay. Uh, I will take the rest then. Okay. What's the plan, team? The other cabinet. Oh, the other cabinet. Uh, <laughs> it, it is it is unlocked. Um, uh, inside it, you you find uh, an assortment of uh, wine glasses and also a deck of playing cards. Has it like occurred to anyone that maybe these children are just hysterical? Like we have all the the makings of a fine party here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wine and wine glasses and fine art, and I can make a very fine tune. There's a song, in fact, that I know called uh, uh, The Monkey Steals the Master's Hat. It's quite entertaining. There's uh, over 40 verses. <laughs> well, now, I'm beginning to doubt that these children actually have parents who can make noises because we haven't heard any... There are no signs of intrusion. There's no, there's no scratches. There's no like, howling. There's nothing. 
And didn't they mention a baby, Walter? Yeah. Wonderful. Critfaced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to critfacedpodcast.com and join our Critfaced fan group. <laughs>